Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. All right, and we're back with another episode of Horror Vision. I am your host, John. And I'm the co-host, Book. And today we have the Ty West film, X. X. The letter, the letter X. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter X. Like xylophone. Book, you know how to spell xylophone? No, I just know it starts with an X because everyone always tricked me with that when I was Damn. younger. I got excited. I was like, fuck, book's coming along. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like, what, XY, something like that? That's how it starts? It's like X, Y, L, O, and then phone. I don't think it's that tough to spell. I'm not 100%, though. I don't really think I've ever used it, like writing down, and I don't think I ever will. But you never know. I mean, yeah, you never know. All right. Well, before we hop into the everything that we do here, we just wanted to um, say beforehand, like, so the last episode we recorded was the Foo Fighters uh, Studio 6666. That's the right amount of sixes, I think. Yes. Um, I did that same thing last time. It's weird saying 666. I don't know. You Maybe, passed the test. Yeah. But... Um, we had recorded it before and we, we released it like the same same day or I think a couple hours after that we found out the, the drummer uh, who was in the movie, Taylor Hawkins, he uh, passed away before one of their shows. Um, so we just wanted to say like, uh, I don't know what the, I don't know what I, I wanted to say with this book, but like it just sucks. Uh, like You wanted to say rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Like he was a, a great fucking drummer and it just based upon like his interviews and his his interactions just seemed like a genuine good dude um and it just sucks he was only 50 like that's not old so that that, that does suck um and he had crazy vocals yeah he he did those cool covers of uh queen songs i know you really really like that hell yeah he all that cover. that last the last performance he did the, the queen song uh what's probably my favorite queen song um somebody to love like that's a great song uh, yeah so super great it, it sucks to see that so rest in peace taylor hawkins um rest in peace like jokingly i was gonna have boog record a uh like drum a, a, a drum tribute and then stupidly it got to the point where like we actually pulled up like some digital drum software and messed around and then we quickly quickly realized that neither one of us um are capable drummers so uh out of respect we didn't release we didn't release the tribute but uh, either one of us are musically talented i wouldn't go that far i would but i can play drums i mean you could probably hit a drum or two 
I could probably hit a drum or two. Doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, but doesn't mean I'm not musically talented. Book, I play guitar. No, you hold a guitar. I can hold a guitar too. Book, I made the theme music for this show. <laughs> yeah, well, I made the music for Star Wars. That... I don't know. You know what? I'll give you credit because if you're going to lie, like at least you went all in on the lie. Like you went big. I went big there. <laughs> Now I gotta tone it down. Now it's time. We, now we gotta, we, we gotta get serious. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, straight up. Um, uh, I'm not gonna say thoughts and prayers to his family. Like I just uh, keep them in your thoughts. But uh, yeah, he was he was awesome guitar. So while you're driving into work, no, after you listen or uh, drum, you said guitar. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not good with this stuff. Like I don't know. Death death is weird to me. It's something that just happens i don't know it's getting grim let's get into it like he did what he loved he did he he loved drumming and he was very very good at it Um, yes and that and that's that uh so boog uh before we hop into getting into the cast and the the story of the the movie uh what what have you been up to this week what's what's new it doesn't have to be something you're up to but like what's new What, what hey what's good Something, uh, something pretty crazy, I guess you can say. I don't, I don't know. Pretty. I'm trying out new things. On a scale of one to ten, I give it a ten because it's bold on my part. I think so. All right. So um, I have high expectations because if it's a ten, like, did you rob a bank? No. Did you run someone over? No. All right. So this is probably not going to be a ten, but I'll. I'll Sorry to cut you off. Keep going. No, it's something that I think. Uh, is gonna help my overall goal with a podcast. Hooked on phonics. Hooked on phonics. No. Um, no. So that one um, listener did suggest that, but I think he was joking. Ah, uh, I, I better be. Better be. No. So um, I've been trying. I mean, you know, you know how I love my voices, and um, I've been working on them. This kid. This kid uh, loves two things. He loves voices, and he loves men. Uh, I I will go as far as don't even get them started on men with voices. (laughs) All right, this is going south so fast for me. Um, No, but so I love my voices, and um, recently I've been trying to like make jokes with them in like public and like try to make people laugh with them, and it hasn't backfired as of yet. It's been a week so far since I've like worked them in here and there. Um, the only one I haven't really worked in yet is my Australian accent. Yeah, I was I, gonna say, give it time. It, Once they hear that, yeah, they're like, "Oh, this guy." It's not fine tuned yet, even though I, I uh, lived with two Australians in college. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a weird like back then. Well, do you, you like want to give a shout out to the? Do you want to give a shout out to the one? Well, I guess it's not a shout out, but no, it's it's not a shout out. But yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, another one of my one of my Australian roommates actually just recently passed away. Um, so. Uh, R.I.P. Declan, I guess I can say his name. Yeah. Oh, Declan, I thought he was gonna R- have like a cool R-R-P. server name. I mean, that's pretty. That's a pretty. It's a unique name. That's more yeah, of like a, a unique name. That's like an Irish name. Yeah. The other, the other Australian I lived with was Austin. So I guess Declan's better than Austin, right? Austin's not like really. Yeah. Like but no. So Australian name. I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of voices so far. The the my best voice that gets the best reaction, I guess you can say, is uh, my nineteen twenties, uh, 
I guess, accent or whatever. It's an accent. It's just like a 1920s. Like it's a, you're, it's your, like a character, like a 19... Yeah. 20s like soap soapbox guy something like that so yeah so it's been um i mean that i feel like that's a that's a big step because because i've always felt like i have like i can do crazy voices stuff like that but i've never done them out in public and um so far the reactions i've gotten have been pretty pretty promising i think you know all right that's good that's good i mean it wasn't that exciting I, I had something exciting happen this week i got fucking i was refing a hockey game and i got hit right in the fucking face and now i have a black eye and a cut on my face um it doesn't look bad i mean it does it looks pretty bad like my left eye is completely bloodshot like i busted like every blood vessel in it you, you can so like you i'm kind of right i'm kind of yeah at the time, instantly I couldn't, and I was like, "That was my marker for do I have to go to the hospital or not?" And then I like prod my eye open, and I looked around. And I was like, "I got vision." My eye just like instantly swelled up. Have you? Have you? I look like, like fucking. Yeah. So, so the team I was refing um, was mostly made up of um, police officers, and their goalie was a doctor, actually. So it was pretty much the perfect game to get hit in the eyeball. Um, but the one police officer told me, you know how boxers, like you used to see like Rocky, like a, just a slab of raw meat mm -hmm. on his face. Mm -hmm. Well, the way that actually works is like the enzymes like mix with your enzymes or whatever. And it takes down the swelling and helps with the discoloration from like bruising and shit. And I was okay. like, man, if anyone knows how to hide bruises and stuff, it would be police officers. Cause they beat the shit out of a lot of people. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay, so well, so, first of all, but like yeah, say, I I I put okay. a, yeah I put an ice pack on it. I did not um I did not put the raw meat on it. So I do okay. have like it, my my eyes gone from the black and blue to just like a weird purple. It looks like I got some kind of weird like eye shot. Like you ever you ever seen the old um like Ziggy Stardust David Bowie with like the the yeah. he has the red red lightning bolt like picture that but that's just my one eyeball. Um <laughs> and it's bloodshot. I look like well, a fucking monster. I'm just going to also say thank God we we do a podcast and we're not like on YouTube or something where we where we see each other's face cuz let me tell you you're ugly man. You're but, ugly. but we do we do horror movies like I, I would work. No, I you mean little, you little fucking idiot. Uh, I I mean when we go to the the when we go to the point where we have we have we have the the YouTube portion up where we have actual videos of us doing shit like we're, you're wearing a mask the whole time. Actually, I might get you a whole Sasquatch costume. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna dress how I do now. Pop hat with a cigar in my mouth. Yeah, she. Yeah, see. We got another movie for you. Yeah. Oh, my voice sounds like crappy now. That's what I I feel. It dude, this the the weather's been changing a lot. Like it's not just like oh it's spring it's warming up like. We had a day where it was like seventy, and then the next two days it was in the twenties and snowing. So, yeah, dude, it's cool I'm all, balls I'm all, here, yeah, man. I'm all fucked up. The past like two weeks, the lowest it got was like maybe fifty five, if that. Last night and tonight so far, I mean, right now it says it's forty three degrees outside, and anyone who's from North Carolina or from this far south, that's freezing cold to them. They're wearing winter jackets, beanies. I mean. It's, I, I wore short sleeves the other day. Yeah, it's 31 here. Um, and uh, basically, like, people in Pittsburgh just like, at least it's not raining. 
Is the is the sky still gray? That's like this the normal sets. That's, that's a normal that's, Pittsburgh yeah, that's sky. The normal thing. Yeah. That's just yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's hop into this. X is the name of the movie. It's about uh X twenty twenty two, not X twenty eleven. Oh yeah. Oh, there's another movie called X. And also not to be confused with Malcolm X of nineteen ninety two. Yeah, definitely this is not a Malcolm X film. Um but the X is in reference to uh a group of people that are going uh they rent out like an extra house uh on a farm in Texas and they're going to direct a uh X rated pornography film. I guess you probably could just say porno, porno. It's rated pornographic film. I don't think they had the triple X rating yet, but is that what that is? Is XXX a rating? No, it's just you get X, and like that's like the max. Yeah. Oh, so XXX is just really an X, but they're being dramatic about it and adding some. Yeah, that's just like I don't know nonsense to it. But yeah, so that, Anyways, that that's the general pointers? general pre- yeah general general premise of this. Uh, I'll get into the story a little bit more, but let's talk first about the director Ty West. Um, he is no stranger to the horror genre. Um, some films, I don't think you you've seen any of his films really, book. Um, but he definitely has a style to his films. I like, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say I've been the biggest fans. Yeah, fans. Biggest fan of his films uh, up until this point. Uh, the one that he gets a lot of credit for is the movie The House of the Devil. Came out in 2009. Um, awesome. It's like set in like the 80s, like VHS era. And it's basically a, a girl goes to babysit a baby. And it turns out like uh, there's not even like a baby. And there's like a cult that worships the devil. Cool premise and very well shot. Uh, that's something with all of his films. They They look great. Um, and he does a real great job of doing period pieces and making them seem like authentically of that time. Um, but like House of the Devil, I didn't like the ending as much. Like a lot of the times in his films, uh, The Innkeepers was good. I think that it used to be streaming on Netflix, but I don't think it still is. I'm not 100%. Um, and also he's one of the directors of the very first VHS film. He did a segment in that. Um, but he he's definitely has a style. And I still can't believe like a major studio hasn't gave him a bunch of money to make this film. Like this is another A twenty four production, um, so they they usually they give these creative directors uh, funding to make these films, which I do appreciate about him. I'm not the, the biggest fan of A twenty four films, also, but I do appreciate because they don't they're not out here doing like sequels and and shit like that. Like they're the ones that are basically pumping out. Uh, original horror films and mm-hmm. uh, don't get me wrong i i love a good s- slasher sequel but uh, you need you can't keep living in the past you know you got to keep keep it fresh and, and have a unique, unique take on things so i do appreciate what a24 does mm-hmm. um as far as the the cast in this um I guess that it fits kind of like the theme of the cast and the director where Ty West is highly talented, but a big studio is not giving a bunch of money to make a film. Uh, mm-hmm. You have a lot of actors and actresses that could be big time that don't really get the look. Um, 
but but that's a thing where I just got stunned. I didn't even realize this. The hmm. <laughs> you know, Kid Cudi was one of the main characters in this movie. Wait, what? Jackson, like one of the main actors in the porno film, was Kid oh, Cudi. Damn. I, I didn't. I didn't know that. Him. Yeah, I didn't either. He, he looked. They they made him look like a older because he was um, uh, an African American gentleman that had served in Vietnam, and now he's on to his porno career. Um, and he, yeah, I didn't know that was Kid Cudi. I fucking love Kid Cudi. Yeah. Damn, I feel bad now. Why? That you didn't recognize that? I mean, that yeah. was good acting, like, because you would. You would think that they would like hype it up and and stuff, but no, that's awesome. Like he was great. Like that's something that they did very well in this film. Um, there's not any like super super popular. Like I, I think some people will be, but they, they've been in, in in things. But whoever the casting director was, um, did an excellent job of getting people that were good actors, even if they mm-hmm. are underappreciated. Uh, you had Mia Goth playing Maxine. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like I we gave the heads up last week. Uh, Jenna Ortega she played the rain in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany Snow who's criminally underrated. Like I think she just has that like it, you know like in Hollywood we say like that person has like the it factor. Like she does, but I don't know why mm-hmm. anyone's not like casting her. Maybe she's not playing the game of Hollywood or something. I don't know, but she was awesome as Bobby Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, then Kid Cudi as Jackson, Martin Henderson as Wayne. Who he's been in a lot of things. Uh, you had Owen Owen Campbell as RJ, uh, Steve Urie as Howard, uh, and James Galen as the sheriff Dentler. I'm trying to look to see who, who are the old people. Um, S- Steve Urie. So he's not like as old. Like they make him look a lot older. So that's something. That was weird to me. It's why they didn't just cast old people. Because they kind of have to do some... We'll get into it. They're, they have to do some fucked up things. They got to touch um, a couple butts. They do a little <laughs> bit more than, than touching butts, book. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. All right. What else? Dude, <laughs> I should have looked at this before we even did this. But do you know who plays the old woman? Um, how did they film those scenes? I guess it was kind of out of focus. Like, what? I don't know who. Mia Goth, that plays Maxine, the main character, is also Pearl. No way. Yeah. What? It did. Uh, all right. Well, that makes sense. So, at the end of the credits, they show this is one of the I think one of the coolest things with the film is that they filmed this during the pandemic and Ty West secretly filmed a prequel to this during the pandemic that's going to come out in a couple months. I don't know if they have a set time, but it's done. They show the trailer for Pearl about the the main old woman when she was younger, like much younger. And Mm. you get the backstory on that. And and they show in the trailer Mia Goth is playing Pearl on that, but that makes sense. Um, But... uh, We'll, I'll, I'll go into the story here and then we'll get to the pros and cons because there's some things I want to say about both of those ideas. Dude, we're just getting mind blowers here. Yeah, you're you're kind of uh, shaken, not stirred, you know? Jesus Christ. I did not realize that at all. That, that gives me a little bit more of an appreciation because you wouldn't know 
Like, there's some things that are a little off with it, but, like, you wouldn't know that she played both because there's scenes where the two interact, and it's just, like, seamless. Yes. I wonder, like, stunt double maybe. Well, I don't know. You know, something else I thought was pretty cool. So, um, basically, the guy that's financing it, as well as uh, Maxine's boyfriend in this, he is uh, older. I would say he's probably, like, in his... 40s late 40s maybe yeah um played by martin henderson he do, do you know what horror movie he was in this is before martin your time henderson. this is way before your well not way before your time but it was um you were very young but i remember this this was huge when this came out because i was in late elementary school going into middle school and it uh i, I let me, got let a me lot take, of let me take let me take one guess Without clicking on his name on IMDb, which I may or may not have up right now, <laughs> The Ring. Yeah, it was The Ring. Okay, oh, what a oh, guess. Oh. Look at that. One for one but today. I kept looking. I kept seeing it, like his face. I'm like, this guy looks very um, recognizable. And it's not that I recognized him from The Ring, but like afterwards, like, oh, yeah, I get it. He was the, the boyfriend in The Ring that got fucked up near the end. Um, mm-hmm. but the other, what I really recognized him from is the second strangers, the strangers pray at night. He was the dad in that. Ooh. Yeah. But, and, um, yeah. So like they went and they, they went out and they got these actors that like aren't in like major things, but could really act. So that, that I mean, that's spoiler alert. That's going to be one of my uh, pros, <laughs> but, uh, I'll, I'll hop into the story here. I mean, it could be your pro. You can beat me to it, but probably not. I'll edit it out and make it sound like I said it first. Well, you're a piece of shit. How about that? <laughs> I'm not going to dispute that. Ooh, I'm right. Did you get a trophy for the day? I'm not sure, dude. I just realized I have a splinter in my thumb, so All right. this day is ruined. Is this your flu game? Is this your Michael Jordan I... flu game? you going to battle through the, the splinter? By the end of this show, let's see if Bug cuts up his finger. Stay tuned, folks. How fucked would that be if you got like an infection and like you lost a finger, but you made it through the podcast, dude? That's all. You'd you'd have to be up for some type of award. The podcast. I don't know how big the splinter is. I, I feel it. It feels like a bug bite, but I see wood. That's what she said. So how about I was I was reffing again today, and someone asked me like, "Oh my god, what happened to your eye?" And I was like, "Well, so I was out there reffing. Uh, we lined up for the face off." And you aren't going to believe this. Will Smith came right out there, slapped me right in the goddamn eyeball. Oh, my goodness. Well, Will Smith was just on a tear the other night, man. I, that looks so fake. First you... Chris Rock, then you, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I thought it was fake, but I don't know. Who knows, dude? We're... That's the thing is the crazy shit. Look fake. The crazy shit we see, like. It's every day. It's like, can we just have a normal day at once? It's like starting to wear on us a little bit, you know? Like, it's like... The normal shit we see, which is absolutely bonkers, is making us think like, oh, that's not real. That's why... That could could be real. Oh, very well. Well, could be. It's just like, at this point, it's such like, no one's going to even be talking about that tomorrow. It's, everything's like a flash in the pan. It's... But... To keep going, people just have to brush off and like just strange shit just keeps happening and people are just like, all right, but that's the only way because at the rate that it's happening, it's if you get too bogged down on it, it'll weigh you down. It'll bring you down, but you can't can't fall off track, book, you know? Flash in the pan? You never heard that saying? 
I've never heard that saying. So, like, say in sports, someone has, like, a good one good season. You think they're going to be, like, an all-time player, like a Hall of Famer, but they never live up to that one good season. They're considered a yeah. flash in the pan. And, like, where that comes from, the it's, like, the old gold diggers when they're sifting the dirt and they're looking for a flash in the pan because when the light reflects differently off the pieces of gold, it's, like, something that, that's exciting. But the thing is, it, sometimes it's not gold. It's just a reflection off the water. It's just a flash in the pan. You thought you had gold, but you didn't. What the? All right. That seems like a stretch. That's where it comes from. Fucking idiot. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I'm going to hop into the story here, then we can get to the good parts, okay? Please but do. I perform surgery on my finger. If, you, yeah, if you're cool with it. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm cool with it. All right. So in 1979, aspiring pornographic film actress Maxine Minx embarks on a road trip through Texas with her producer boyfriend, Wayne, fellow, fellow actors, Bobby Lynn and Jackson Hole, great name, director RJ and RJ's girlfriend, Lorraine, to shoot an adult movie for the booming home video market. Bobby Lynn and Jackson strike up a romance while Lorraine is unimpressed with the film's content, and RJ attempts to make it seem like a serious piece of cinema. The group arrives at the farm of Howard and Pearl, an elderly couple whose guest house the group intends to shoot the film in. Howard is temperamental towards the group, brandishing a shotgun while Pearl silently stalks Maxine. As filming commences without Howard's knowledge, Maxine is invited inside the couple's home by Pearl, where they have a conversation. Pearl laments her age, expresses jealousy for Maxine's youth, and makes a sexual advance towards her. She later watches Maxine have sex with Jackson and is aroused. Pearl pleads with Howard to have sex with her, but refuses, claiming his heart is too weak. As night falls, the, crew, the film crew relax in their farmhouse. Lorraine, keen to shed her reputation as a prude, and intrigued by the film, asks to participate in the shoot, upsetting RJ. Eventually, RJ agrees to shoot a scene between Lorraine and Jackson, but becomes so furious over her unfaithfulness to him that he attempts to drive away while others sleep. However, he is stopped by Pearl, who attempts to seduce him. When he rebuffs her, she stabs him to death. Lorraine and Wayne notice RJ is missing and go looking for him. And at this point, the movie just gets fucking nuts. And that's where we're going to stop with that. bunkers. All right, so what do you got? You got the first pros and cons book. What do you, what do you got for me? Well, I just want to make a quick little announcement. My thumb is now bleeding because I've been digging at this thing, so this might be my last podcast. So. Just fight through it. Fight through it. For my last podcast, pros and cons, um, I'm going to say the fear factor, I guess you'd, um, I guess you could say. I mean, this... This is the first movie in a long time I actually got chills from. And I think the main part of it is just how old and creepy looking they are. I mean, for that to be your villain, like, I was expecting, like, her to actually be a ghost or something. Something, like, paranormal going on with her. But no, she's just an old, like, I guess, old hag. Can I can I call her that? I, yeah, I guess. I don't think that's mean. That's like a thing. But I, no, yeah. I get what you're saying. When I first watched the trailer, I thought there was some type of possession. Like, yeah, because even they sh the way they showed the husband talking, like, oh, um, like uh, she has issues at night and stuff. And I was like, oh fuck, mm -hmm. like she's gonna be like possessed or something. But I agree with your point, but for a different reason. Like the fear to me, they did an excellent job of conveying like just how bad 
it must be to get old. And you know me, like I talk about on the podcast, like I fucking hate old people. But I think the reason this movie makes you think about it, the reason I hate old people is because I don't want to be an old person. Yes. But time Which... stops time stops for no one book and it's going to happen. And this does a good job of juxtaposing the young people having fun, having sex, making this movie compared to the old people saying like, like, like it, it's fucked, but like they can't even have sex anymore because they... <laughs> They're so Their old, like, bodies will yeah, we'll, we'll shut down. He'll have a heart attack. And it's like, fuck. And then you could tell, like, Pearl, like, her whole big th- thing was that, like, she was going to be, she was great dancer. She was good looking. And then she got married and settled down at the farm at a young age. And she missed out on so much life. And, like, to live that long with that regret. And it's like, it's dark, man. It's a, it's very, it's definitely a movie that makes you think. And that is a sign of a good movie. Um, but yeah, I, it has been a long time before a movie really unsettled me and just seeing this, like it, it made me, it, it makes you feel you're just like, fuck dude, I do not want to get old. Let me, let me fix this movie right here. I really enjoyed this movie, but it's fixable. Let me tell you how the old man, boom, pops a baby aspirin. Hour or two later, boom, pops Viagra. He's good to go. Nah, dude, when you get that age, like your heart, you, you, like, well, you're not going to have to worry about that. You're not going to get that age. All right. Two baby aspirins? I'll tell you what. Just based upon, like, the in memoriam. Ah, oh, fuck. Did I say that word right? I think it is. But just based upon, like, our, like, paying respects to mm-hmm. two dead people on this episode, like, well, you don't have to worry about it because you don't know how to produce a podcast. But, like, if you die, book, and then I have to, like, come on here and do, like, an in memorial, like, I think we're just going to end the podcast because I don't think I can do it because like I could, but it would sound so bad, but you like, you know, I'd feel bad, but (laughs) it would just not be good. It would be like, it would be like, got some bad news, folks. Uh, Boog is dead. He lived a short life as a tall man who had very, very disappointing voices. Actually, out of respect to you, because I know we were going to do the the drum tribute because Taylor Hawkins was a drummer, but we didn't have musical talent. But it would have been goofy. But like that wasn't the right time to be goofy. Um, would your salute to me be? You oh, hit your head I, I off would, the no. I would multiple times. I would do your whole like um, uh, memorial like thing in in your 1920s voice. My best impression of it, like <laughs> he was a really tall man that lived a short amount of time. Step right up and see his old crusty bones. It's like that. Uh, it's like that one guy who's a mummy. Um, the mummy? He, no, it was a mummy, and they thought he was. Uh, can we do Brendan Fraser's? Can we do Brendan Fraser's? Um, the mummy. Listen, I'm going to quote a great man here. We can do whatever the fuck we want. You know who said that? Me, I said that. Yeah, you did. You I said went, that. I wouldn't go so far as great, but I am a man. Fifty percent right, folks. You get a half a sticker for the day. Here he is, folks, the tallest man who ever sat on a podcast. Actually, no, I'm not. <laughs> that not is, the tallest yeah. man. Oh, man. That's, we'll work on it. If you... I'm going through some crazy emotions, man. <laughs> it's the, the movie got you, got you in your feels, dude. First uh. the movie, then then my thumb. Well, hey, let's keep trucking. I got, I got my next pro. Please um, hit me. I liked... 
the soundtrack choices and the music they did um, with this. They had Tyler Bates that does a lot of horror films, a lot of um, Hollywood pictures. He did a great job with like the authentic like seventies like horror themes, and then the songs they picked, the different like some kind of different songs you would think from like the seventies that era. Like they were good, and then um, they had a segment when they were hanging out. Um, after shooting for a day and they were playing um, Landslide by Fleetwood Mac on the guitar mm-hmm. and that was awesome too. Big fan of that song. But uh, that, I mean, that's a perfect song choice because that song's about getting older and losing relationships and you got to keep going. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's kind of like what this movie's about too. Life. Well, this is a well put together film. God damn it. It is. It is. Though I'm going to give you your first con right here, right now. That's fine. I got one afterwards. The kills were very lackluster. Um, They're kind of boring, in my opinion. I did. Um, I the didn't... only one. The only one I enjoyed was the very end when Pearl died. Spoiler alert: Pearl dies. Yeah, I love that one. Um, I didn't hate the kills necessarily, um, but yeah, they were kind of. What I did like is the brutality of them. Like it wasn't just one stab and it was over. Like it was just like she. Pearl, when she was killing people, took like gleeful satisfaction of just to keep yeah. repeatedly stabbing them. And then she started dancing around like in her younger years as a dancer. I was like, it's it's such an awkward visual. I was like, this is this is some good shit. But yeah, I get they weren't like crazy. Like we had just done Studio 666 and we saw per, like two people get sawed in half, like with a chainsaw right down the middle. Yes. Um, exactly. But there wasn't like that crazy. But I, I like the kills. Um the one I thought could been a, could have been better, like I like the idea of it that they had a pet alligator in the pond, and uh, Brittany Snow's character gets knocked in by Pearl, which also that was a funny scene. I did I did like that kill. I did respect that kill. Uh, I did, but, but I thought it could have been a cooler alligator because it just comes up and like snatches her by the head and like takes her down. The scene was very dark, so you couldn't really yeah. see too much. So what I I like though. A great sign of a an excellent director was like the, some of the foreshadowing that they used. Like uh, early on, Mia Goth goes, uh, her character Maxine goes and swims in that pond on her own, like not knowing. And the alligator slowly comes out of like the the reeds or whatever's over there, and it's slowly making its way towards her. And she's swimming back to the dock, and she doesn't know that it's there. And like the, the the angle that they shot it from way up above, and you could see her swimming, and the alligator just cresting the water, and it's mm-hmm. it's awesome. And then it doesn't get her, but later on, you know, when um, when Bobby Lynn is having that conversation comfort uh, conversation with Pearl, and it's going sideways, like one of the two is getting knocked into the water, and the the gator's gonna get him. I mean, even then, because they, they build the tension there because. While Jackson uh, was helping Howard look for his wife, um, mm-hmm. and he sees a flashlight, and he thinks Howard had the old man Howard had fallen in the water. Uh, he wades in there, and you're like, "Oh shit! Is this is this alligator gonna get him?" But it was like a, a fake out scare. Um, but the the tension was there because of what they showed before. Like, ex- once again, excellent directing. Absolutely, I I thought I mean. There's not too much wrong with this. The kills were just lackluster because I think you said it perfectly. We just watched Studio 666 where someone got chainsawed in half. Symbol went through someone's jaw 
and yeah. killed, decapitated them. You know, like yeah, but, it, it but so like you didn't you didn't like case for us. You didn't like when Wayne was looking out of the hole in the barn because he saw something out there like what the hell and then the pitchfork came through the hole because normally like and even the way they set it up in the trailer you thought like oh he was going to see someone lean in and their eye was going to look through the hole and that was the jump scare but instead the fucking pitchfork comes through the hole and stabs him in the eyeball i i actually did not like that oh, i thought I it was too too predictable and it was way too short of a scene i mean but the thing is, it's like, it's not predictable because what they had shown in the trailer, like, lets you to believe that something completely different happens right there. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. So I usually don't watch trailers for that fact. Yeah, but so, I, I, I watched, know, so I watched the trailer stupid. of this movie with you. <laughs> I know. Were you not paying attention again, Bug? Are you kidding me? Me paying attention? That's right. That's I'm on over, me. That's I'm on me. Over here in left field, just playing with the grass, man. That's on me. <laughs> you know that expression? Yeah, you're out in left field because you're the worst player on the team, Bug. Okay. Unfortunately, we have a team of two people. Coming at you Christ. Um. But so my my con, um, and it it. It makes a little bit more sense to me now. Mm -hmm. um, so I was watching this, and the makeup effects on them are, are very well done. But you can always kind of tell when a younger person's wearing older older people's makeup, to, like mm -hmm. to make them aged. And so I actually thought it was like, especially Pearl. I thought it was an old, like a like uh, probably like a late fifties, early sixties woman wearing the makeup to make her look much older. Mm -hmm. Um, so they did great on that. So they changed up my perspective, but the, the fact I was like, why would you cast younger actors? Like instead of just casting older people, but I guess there is risks because, um, there's certain like scenes where, uh, Mac, um, Pearl and Howard actually have sex and it's mm -hmm. super gross. Um, Very but, nasty. but, uh, dirt nasty. I'm dirt nasty. That. <laughs> Act was not dirt nasty. Uh, it was just nasty. Because um, no one wants to see that. But I, I guess that's the kind of reason. But now I understand since they filmed, and I imagine both of them will be the younger versions of those people in the the prequel film Pearl. So that makes at least some sense to me. But I, I just don't. I just don't like it. Like he could have just had older people. Like the last time there was something like that was i watched that series um uh, no not Black, midnight mass on netflix with mm -hmm. uh like the vampire creature and they were older and you could tell that it was like makeup on them and then as they started drinking more of the vampire's blood they got younger so i it made sense but i i don't like it you know you mm -hmm. can you can tell the difference like uh but yes, yeah, so that was that was my con. I didn't I didn't like the fact that they used younger actors for the old people. Yes. I want I want authentic old person sex book. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I don't. No one wants that. If you want that, just go to a retirement home. No. So I got a funny story about that. Why? I actually got two funny stories about that. One, when we were in third grade, they made us go sing Christmas carols at a retirement home, and. Um, one of the old ladies while we were out on stage uh, singing, she had a, like a 
a like one of those full zip um like jackets on and mm -hmm. she was sitting in a wheelchair and when we're singing people started screaming i looked up, i'm like oh my god she just unzipped it and had no shirt underneath just old titties hanging out so that was the first pair of old titties i saw in third grade how old a third grade okay and it was at a retirement this lady was like 80 it was well you know the you know that, the maybe saying, that's right? why i don't like old people you what, know the saying right maybe what was it to see old titties go to retirement home oh yeah a, a dumb man once said that yeah me book <laughs> i said that just now um and then the second story i had is is recently um this wasn't a retirement home but it was like an ex extended stay uh medical care facility because my my grandpa got covid real bad and he was in there for like a month or two um and i, I went there to visit him and when i was there the fire alarm went off and people the people were running the nurses yelling they're like damn it maureen god damn it and i was like what the hell's going on i go out there and look and the nurse cup peeks in the room and she's like, she does this every day. And here, the, late, the old lady wheeled her wheelchair all the way down this long-ass hall and pulls the fire alarm. It's just standing there laughing like the fucking Joker. Because it's a confused no one, no old lady. Her. God damn it. Yeah. Well, they were, like, severely understaffed. Like, that's another thing. Like, it, it's a nice facility. Um, but, like, during, you know, during the pandemic. Oh, like, yeah. People like, didn't want to work. No, nah, that's not the truth. Like, people were, like, forced out. Like, there's different things, and whether you stand, like, on vaccines and stuff, we're not getting on that. Like, we're both vaccinated, like, if you're not, but, it, it, like, people lost their jobs because they didn't. Mm -hmm. um, that and the fact that, like, the ones that stayed were so overworked that they physically just couldn't keep going. So they were, they were understaffed. But, um, yeah, she, the lady just kept doing it all day long. I was like, maybe, like, the wheelchair she has has, like, the locking brakes, you know? Like, maybe just someone step on those. Like, I don't think she's going to get away from that. Or It or, was funny, too. You could tell she was a crazy old lady because she had uh, Christmas lights strung up on the back of her, like, the back of the part of the seat uh, on the Christmas, this, or on the wheelchair. This was May, wasn't it? Up. No, it was... Um, oh. This was probably like in January, so it's after Christmas, not too far after, but she still had the lights on. But if you would have seen her laughing, I was like, fuck old people. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny, though. It was funny. <sighs> but it was crazy. Yeah, fuck? it was crazy because it was like extended stay care, and he was just in there not permanently. But like there's people that like live there permanently. Um, it, it was a nice retirement home. But um, like he that, he hate, no he hated he would know. ask every day he would say he said John he coming to take me home he's like I get all my stuff ready I was like not yet Pap like you gotta wait till they at like, least say you can go and so that was kind of sad but yeah. um like there there's people there's one dude down the hall that he would just scream all day long just yelling yelling obscenities which that's also pretty funny but like it's sad. Old lady titty, room B. <laughs> is that is that a little sampling? Yeah, pretty much. He did. He did like yell like Dick Vitale. Shout out Dick oh, Vitale, yeah. dude. He beat cancer. Yeah, he did. Fuck Good yeah, job, dude. Dick Good Vitale. for him. Good for him. No R.I.P. in him yet. Jesus Christ! Did you just put the jinx on him? I think I did. We can't keep oh. having this, dude. We keep doing this type of thing. Yeah, first Betty White. Then Taylor Hawkins. Now Both of those were immediately, the, immediately like, the yes, next it, episode. 
Yes, like I'm pretty sure we mentioned Betty White like two weeks before she passed away or a week before she passed away, and then boom, goner. Taylor oh, Hawkins, man. we rec- we, recorded we recorded that the episode before it happened. Like, and then the day we posted it. Yeah, well, that's so. what we recorded it. Not it. It was like in the middle of the night, and I was sleeping, and like the the my dog got up and like moved around and woke me up. I'm like, oh, I looked at my phone. I was like, I'll oh, scroll Twitter. I can't fall back asleep yet. And then I looked, and it's like he would he, like Taylor Hawkins. I was like, oh fuck. And that's why I texted you, Boog. I was like, dude, wake up. Yes. And you did not. <laughs> I did not. I was asleep and I'm a heavy sleeper. If if you try to break in my house, I'm not a heavy sleeper. I am not. I actually don't sleep too much. No. Um all right. Um, so what else so you got? Was, pros and cons. Dark. Let's let's line it up here. Um I'm gonna say my funniest the funniest moment in the movie, in my opinion. Um towards the very end, um uh, this is when uh Maxine was trying to escape and Pearl was pointing a shotgun at her um pearl just pearl oh, yeah. fires a shotgun and it just fucks her up and she goes flying like 10 feet yeah back the, out uh, the front door of the house and she's just laying there like my head yeah the kickback from the shotgun launches her out onto the porch it was great i i to, I, to be honest i was not expecting that i knew she probably wasn't going to be able to handle it, but I didn't expect her to go flying back 10 feet. Well, I like, you want to talk another great example of foreshadowing. So when they first get to the ranch, um, the main dude that's of the production, Wayne, he goes and knocks on the door and Howard comes to the door with a shotgun and they're talking. He eventually talks, talks him down because he acts like he doesn't know. He's like, but I talked to you on the phone. And then, then he shows them the money. They were going to rent out the, the guest house and everything. He's like, oh, okay. And then they calm down. He's like, he's like, he goes, he goes, the shotgun's not even loaded. He's like, he's like, it pretty much just pointing at, uh, at someone that does the trick. And he's like, uh, Wayne says, he's like, he's like, I got the same thing. He's like, I got a, I got a handgun in the, in the glove compartment there, not even loaded. Um, and he's further up and the people in the car don't hear that. And Mia when she saw Howard come out with a shotgun pointed at Wayne, her, her boyfriend. And, um, she, she re- started reaching for the, the handgun. So they, at that point don't know. And then later on, the, the first thing I saw when she had the handgun and she points it at Pearl in the door and it's going to shoot, shoot her. I was like, fuck dude, that's not even loaded. And then it boom click. And I was like, I knew it. Yep. Yeah, that was that was great foreshadowing there. Yeah, that they, that, I, it's, that I saw it's, coming. I they, pres- made, they really emphasized that early on. Yeah, they they didn't go super complicated with like, but they it was a well put together film. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know what my one of my favorite scenes in the movie was book. Um, I don't know what is your favorite scene. One of your favorites. Uh so at one point. Um, Lorraine, Jenna Ortega's character, she goes up to the house, uh, mm-hmm. to tell like Howard, like, "Hey, what's going on? Like, my boyfriend, like, missed, like, or anything." And uh, Howard's like, "My wife went missing too. Like, I'll help you look. Like, there's flashlights down in the basement, uh, but I, I can't go get them because like my my hips and stuff. Like, I'll like I'll I won't be able to get back up the stairs." She's like, "All right." She goes down. It's a creepy and it's a creepy scene, but she goes to come back up. And he locked the door on her. 
So she was down there, and she eventually finds a light, turns it on, and there's already a dead body hung up there. So that's the first thing that clues you in, like, hey, like, both these people, both uh, the old the old couple, they're in on this. Like, this isn't the first time people have been here. And then later on, you see um, when Jackson's, like, helping the old man look around the lake, all the old cars and stuff pushed into the, into the lake. So they've been doing this for a long time. Uh, but anyway, um, Lorraine's trying to get out of the the basement. She finds a little handheld hatchet, which you know all, all too well about in real life, Boog. Yeah, I cut my thumb off with the hatchet. But is, that the, is that where the splinters at, that same thumb? Same thumb. Jesus, might as well I just wish cut I had that hatchet. <laughs> um, so she she uses the hatchet and she she bu- starts busting open the door, and she gets enough to where she can get her hand out and pull the deadbolt out. And she's reaching, reaching, and then all of a sudden Howard comes back in with the axe and just crushes her finger with a full on axe. And I was like, oh fuck. Yes, like brutally crushes it. Like finger was cut open, bent sideways. Just gushing blood. It was, it was that was a good scene because it was super unexpected. Yeah, when Lorraine gets killed was pretty wild too. She she's freaking out and Mia Goss trying to keep it like we got to calm down. We're gonna get out of here and she's like, no, fuck you. Like I hate this. Like you're terrible. And she runs out of there. And when she gets right out the front door, boom, she gets shotgun blasted. I and honest that, to God, that never effect, expected that. Yeah, that effect looked good too because they showed the side of her face with like the shotgun, like the the blast mark on it. I was like, that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty good effects. The effects were good in this. I was surprised by that just because I thought she was, I thought Lorraine was going to be the one who survived at the end of this. Not yeah. Maxine. Yeah. So that's, they kind of play with the idea because typically in horror films, you're like more innocent. Cause she wasn't a virgin, but like more innocent character that has moral high. But I, I think they talk about those themes in this movie. Like, um, when Lorraine was sitting around with them and asking like, why you do this? Like, why are you okay with like your girlfriend having sex with this dude on film? And they kind of explain it to her and she really doesn't get it, but she kind of understands. And that's when she wants to be in the picture. Mm -hmm. Um, But Mia Goth, when she talks about it, she's like, this isn't like I'm getting used. Like this is the ends to a means. Like I want to be famous. I'm special. Like, so she she was the main character, but I get what you're saying. Like they they play with that because you think as the more innocent, moral, high ground type character that Lorraine would have been like your final girl. But I, I do like what they did there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as far as Mia Goth, though, like I'm not not a, not that I'm a big fan. She's a great actress. I just I don't know. I don't. I don't know. She did, Mia Goth doesn't do it for me, but I guess that's my segue into um, boobies. There's we, we get to see a bunch of boobies in this movie. <laughs> what are your yes. thoughts on? Oh, hey, what are your thoughts on that? I like them boobies. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean it was it was expected. Um. They did a good job with casting, I guess you could say. I don't know. Like, what do you want me to say about boobies? No, not much. I just want to know if you, I don't know, like boobies. I like, I like, I like, I mean, uh, put it on the record, folks. I, I like them boobies. So when I ask you if you like boobies, you can e- easily say, put that on the record. I like boobies. But I was like, do you support the Nazi party? And you're like, have to fumble with that. All right. First of all, 
let me just say, I do not support the Nazi party at all. There you go. I was saying it like as like a joke, you know. We don't joke around about Nazis. Leave the listener to their own imagination, I guess. Yeah, I don't want them to imagine that um, I have a podcast with a Nazi sympathizer. So I'm not a Nazi sympathizer. Okay, I like a boobies. Okay, not a Nazi sympathizer. I mean, I I guess there might be a correlation there. If you like a boobies, you're not a Nazi sympathizer. Nazis did not like boobies. That is that is fact. That's a fact. Oh my goodness. What did hey? What did you think about the boobies? Oh, I I liked them. I already said that. Oh okay. I, I don't listen. I support all boobies as long as they're not old. What about man boobies? Yeah, that doesn't count. That's just being man uh, mean to fat people. That's just being rude. But you're racist. Oh my goodness, no. Uh, what did you What did you think before we go into uh, our ratings recommendations? What did you think about the slight twist at the end? Um, and basically, in reference to that, uh, throughout the movie, they're always showing on TV this like uh, televangelist, like preacher. He's I... he's up there giving this sermon about the evils of the world and how like uh like they're corrupting the youth and and stuff like that and like at the gas station it was on in uh howard in um pearl's house it was on as well and then as like the cops are going through uh the scene the next day and they're finding the bodies and they find the camera footage uh they they pan over the tv and it's the televangelist talking he's like and uh the, the evils of the world they got to my daughter and i just want her to come home something along those lines and they show the picture and it turns out this whole time maxine was that televangelist daughter yeah i i really appreciated that um no i, I yeah, was anything I, too crazy and it doesn't really add much to the story but like it, you know, it was cool it was cool but i i kind of understand where that's coming from because so like obviously you know this like my parents are very religious yeah but they're not that religious like my dad wasn't a pastor or priest or whatever you want to call yeah, it yeah but he and, and they, i didn't go they do go pornos, you they, know? yeah they do at go. least none that none that are out on the record yet you, sh- so. you should have i i definitely should not have. no one wants to see a one-inch warrior out there step right up step right up see the amazing one-eyed willie step right up folks it just looks small in his hands, I swear. Somebody pay me. Come on down to the fairgrounds. See for a pickle. Look at Dill's pickle. For a nickel, let's see this man's a pickle. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. That, that's actually pretty fucking good. All right. <laughs> that's, yeah, I'm you're, getting, you're getting a whole bunch of nickels, but uh, you're at least getting 10 cents out of that. <laughs> Let me say, if I had a nickel for every time someone look at my pickle... I'd have a million nickels. Uh, doubtful. All right. Yeah. What else? You got anything else before we go into the ratings recommendations? Um, I don't. I think I think pros and cons wrapped up. Talking points wrapped up. All right. Well, let's hop into ratings recommendations. Uh, as far as my rating, I'm gonna give this one eight point one. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's very well done. Uh, definitely worth worth checking out. Um, I kept I couldn't help thinking, 
like watching this, like Ty West should have been a, allowed to make the next Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie because there's definitely the spirit of this, and that's like they set out and it, it made its own thing. But uh, he is so good at doing like period pieces and making it feel like of the time that yeah. that it's supposed to be portraying. Uh, great cinematography, uh, tight, well written story great actors um you're, you're not going to be disappointed with this uh as far as people that might not like it though if you're really not about old people sex this might get you i'm not but i can look past it because hey that's it's what i do but uh, yeah you, that oh. it'll it'll creep you out um uh yeah i mean that's pretty much the, the the gist of it but um as far as the people i would recommend it to uh if you like slasher movies uh, you'd probably get a kick out of this not like two over the top kills uh but it does have the slasher elements uh if you just want a, a well-written horror movie because they seem to be few and far between anymore mm -hmm. this is definitely worth checking out so that that's who i would steer this towards um yeah, uh, but I, I guess another one, if you don't want to, like, get too introspective about aging and getting older, um, th then probably th this would put you in a dark place watching this. But uh, if you're cool with that and you like movies that make you actually feel something watching them, then this movie would be for you. I'm going to go a little bit lower on my score just because the kills that I think were super satisfying to me. Um, I'm going to go with 7, 8. Seven eight seven yeah, seven eight sounds about right. Overall, it's a, it's a very well done film. You're absolutely right. High um, West 100% should have directed the new or the newest uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the fact that the period. So this is a period piece that was that should have been a period piece. I mean, like he got the stuff, he got the goods. It, it's a shame that he's not as out there as, as he he, sh he should be you know yeah um and in, in terms of recommendations i it's a fan of horror films yes um but anyone who because this is a kind of a different style horror film i mean they're not supernatural giant monsters you know they're they're just old people yeah i, th jealous, I think you hit you know? the, the nail on the head like early on it it really is a different style of horror because it's not like the killings and the creeping and that's gonna like that's gonna scare you. It's it's the the theme, the ideas that it shows. Like if you don't go out, or even if you do go out and you chase your dreams and stuff, at some point you live long enough, and you're gonna be old, and and everyone's got some type of regrets and stuff, and like when you're old and just kind of wasting away, like there's not much you can do about it. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's sad. It, it, it's sad, but that, that's a, that's a real fear, you know, like absolutely. it's, it's a different type of scary. And and I think you put it perfectly as well. I mean, so this, if you're not in a good place, I don't recommend this movie to you because every day. Yeah. Like Ohio. Older. Oh yeah. If you're in Ohio, don't watch this. I, I think you might like it if you're in Ohio. Because like, you're you like your everyday life is a hellscape, so you might be used to it. Well, I guess. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've never lived in Ohio. Actually, I did I, spend, I, I spent two nights in Ohio. And let me tell dog, you, I spent two years was, in Ohio. One was okay. The other one, the other one, one was okay. The other one was just kind of sad. But um, so it, it's sad when you get old because when you get old means you're getting close to a natural death. You're getting close to the death. You I know? Just, and that, that's a hard, hard just, thing for a lot of people to imagine. Watching, like watching the movie reminds me of like the one line in one of my favorites, uh, Rolling Stone songs, Mommy's Little Helper, like uh, Key, Mick Jagger singing at the end. He's like, what a drag it is getting old. I thought about mm-hmm. that watching this a lot. It's like, it's, it's the truth. Yeah, 100%. But there's nothing um, you can do about it. Time no, marches it, on. It does. I mean, that's also, also another lyric from uh, Metallica. <laughs> okay. I'll work in all kinds of music lyrics for you, bud. Is, okay, is that it? That's, yeah, I, oh, you want oh. some more lyrics that could could go with this well you kind of made it sound like you're you're leading up to another one about no this. i said i said i could oh not that you would yeah i okay. just want to let you know that i know that i am capable of just knowing a bunch of song fucking lyrics <laughs> if if i if i had a nickel if i had a nickel for every time i heard you say that I'd have two nickels because I heard you sometimes. Sometimes Boog takes dumps in the shower and he does this maneuver called a waffle stomp. And <laughs> you know how like the shower grates kind of shape like a waffle. Yeah, you, you, I mean you guys get the picture. Oh my gosh! I feel like we had to lighten it up a little bit. It's getting dark. No, my toilet's so, hey, close enough. Sun, you, you sun's good. Hand you toss it in the toilet. <laughs> sun, oh sun's, man, sun's going down, big guy. Well, let me tell you, I'm not going to be able to do that tomorrow when I cut off my thumb tonight because I don't want to risk getting infected. You got two hands. You got you got two hands. Yeah, but this is my good hand. My strong hand. Hey, 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 Doc, can you fix my hand? Why the hell is it so infected? Yeah, I cut my thumb off and shit into it. This is (laughs) this is Uh, this is my turd tossing hand. This is my turd tossing hand. Not to be confused with my, not my turd tossing hand. Your man jerking hand. Wow, no. Come on, man. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, let's, let's yeah. get, all right. So that, would you go seven, eight, eight, one? Seven, eight. This, this is definitely a, a check it, it's worth check watching. it out. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, right ex- I'm excited to, to check out the, the prequel. Uh, that when that comes out, and I saw he was also uh, writing a sequel. It's going to be like a, a trilogy here, and he said each one's going to be like a different style of horror. Mm-hmm. Um, so the prequel is going to obviously be about Pearl when she was younger and like way younger, like when she first got married, like um, her backstory, and then the sequel is going to take place immediately after this one. Um, so that makes sense with that little twist at the end. I feel like it'll have something to do with like the televangelists, uh, like her, mm-hmm. like Maxine's dad. So, so we'll see where that goes, but I'm interested to check those out. We got that to look forward to. Hey, we got something to keep going for book. That's about it. I don't <laughs> know. We got, we got something. We got, yeah, we got some good shit coming up. Hey, I got, I got, a, I got a good announcement here. 
uh, you can directly contact me now at, at uh, let me see, I just made it the, earlier today, and I completely forget what it is now. Um, Jesus Christ. No, this is, this, so far this is going great. Um, you can directly contact me at bugshorrorvision at gmail.com. That is B-O-O-G-Z horrorvision at gmail.com. Hold on. What, what was it? B-O-O-G-Z horrorvision. All right. I'm signing up G- for, I got to open up a couple free trials with that. Why? <laughs> Why do you got to do that to me? Uh, I'm just playing. Stay tuned, stay tuned next week for my new email. Data. With no Z. I'm just yanking. I'm just yanking your dick, dude. Don't get hard. Why? Oh, my God. Oh, man. What a drag it is getting old. Old people sex. Why? That's what you were just saying. I don't call it. Why? Fuck. It was even oh, worse man. in that scene because she's laying under the bed. Oh, yeah. Dude, that bed was really rocking. And I don't think when you're that old, you have the hips to be rocking a bed like that. Although yeah, it was the murder, murder really, really yeah, fast. murder really turns them on. I mean, does it for me? They didn't even, they didn't even invent like anything bigger than a twin size mattress until 2011. Yeah, I know that because I slept on a twin size mattress until I was 21 years old, and I've been six foot five for the past for for the last since five the nineties. Came out six foot five. Head of hair. I understand why Deb's so angry all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Christ. There was something else I was going to say, but I'm not going to say it. I don't know what it was. But if I think of it, I'll let you guys know next episode. Um, So, down to the nitty gritty. Uh, If you listen to our podcast on our, your favorite pod, our favorite, your favorite, either one of. Favorite podcast of 2022. Well, you've heard me do this a bunch of times. Do you think you could do what I do at the end of the episode? Probably. Do it. Let's hear it. Uh, all right. I got to think about what you say, though. So you do. You said it so many times, it just kind of like rolls off your tongue. This is the first time for me. Yeah, to try. I'll help you. I just go for all it. Right, so, so those. Um, if you like what you're listening to, uh, we are available on every single podcast service out there what we are got some Spotify, of them Luke? we got apple okay we got uh, we're, we're in stitcher right mm-hmm. all we're of them stitcher as well we're all of them you name it we're on it google um, play uh google amazon play? products like at, uh, I Heart Radio? are you kidding me man i didn't even we're say that i heard radio part yet but we I are said i heart radio listen it's great hook it any of that stuff up with your devices you can listen to us in the car in now, the shower in the bed you on you can put us on bed. your tv under the bed. I mean, if you if you want to be a monster, under the bed. I'm cool with that, as long as you're listening. Um, if you like what you're listening to as well, please. Everybody give us knows a I'm a motherfucking monster. That's Kanye rating. West. Okay, there's there's <laughs> the lyrics. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if they like the episode, what can they do, Bug? Please give us a five out of five rating. If you don't like the episode, yeah. What happens if they don't like it? Give us a 4.5 out of 5, man. We're just starting out. We're trying. My hands are wet, man. I don't even know how to use a keyboard. He doesn't. 
I'd made an email earlier and I forgot it. It's because uh, there's a lot of thoughts, a lot of process going into this. I'm struggling right now. He can't now, even okay? read. He can't read. Well, I guess if you could say I don't read, kind of implied that I don't write. But either way, I, I don't know where to go from here. All right. So, like, uh, if what if they want to reach out to us? Ooh, if you want to reach out to us, email us at huntershorrorvision at gmail.com or... Drum roll. You can email me directly at boogshorrorvision at gmail.com. That is B-O-O-G-Z horrorvision.com. Uh, please like, link, subscribe. That is liking it, linking it with your friends, sharing it to other people, and sub- subscribing so you get more and they get more as well. Your email address? Um, How do you like an email address? No, well, the no, that's liking liking the podcast episodes. Liking us. Do you like me? I, I don't know. Um, so also, so we have a YouTube channel that's Hunter's Horror Vision. Uh, yes. We're going to have some big projects coming up on there soon. So go over there and bug. Like, link, subscribe. As well as we're on Twitter. So if you want to reach out to us there, that's just at Horror Vision. Um, you can DM us there as well. We're very responsive, so go ahead and do that. Um, but I think that's everything, Boogie. Didn't do bad. I will comment on all of your posts if you follow us on Twitter. Wouldn't that be um, something if you took that little email ooh. address you made and you made yourself a little Twitter account, Boog? Oh my goodness, that's no, that's dangerous. You don't want me tweeting. Maybe, maybe I should. Nah, maybe I shouldn't though. That's dangerous. Hey, life is a highway. I knew you were going to say that. Damn it. All right, we got anything else before we wrap this up? Yeah, can we, if the next episode, can we do that movie Hunt I was talking about? A, a, uh, Ho- host? Host, yeah, sorry. Hunt. I'm thinking of Hunt Show. Yeah, so, so April's a little light. I think it's Morbius still coming out in April. I want to. I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of trailers for it, so I'm assuming it's coming out soon. Yeah. So we'll do, we'll do that. Uh, I think one we're gonna do in April is Reanimator because we're gonna see that at the drive-in because April at the end of April we have the. So I guess that might fall into May when we release it. Um, you know when Morbius is coming out? When? April first, twenty twenty-two. I it make. I think it's a joke. I don't know. Um, so that's t- in two days. All right. So wow. we'll uh, the next one will probably be Morbius, but we'll do that one we talked about uh, as the next episode. Um, and then at the end of the month, I don't know if we'll get in or if we'll be in May. We're going to do the reanimator um, because we'll see that. And then we'll have some other little content. I think we might do like some live recording. So obviously it won't be live because we'll. I guess we could technically YouTube live. We'll, we'll see, but it'll probably just be recordings of us talking about the movies because at the end of the month we have the Monsterama drive-in movie theater all night. So we'll uh, we'll give you a live reviews of the apple pie funnel cake that we will be woofing. Let me tell you, folks, uh, sweet and sugary powdered sugar on top of that funnel cake was one I will enjoy for the rest of my life. I thought, I thought you were like, I really struggled yeah, with that yeah, one. Yeah, I thought man. you were having a stroke for a second. Maybe. Stroke me, stroke me. Stroke. <laughs> All right, it's just getting ridiculous. I, yeah. How many more song lyrics can we work into this? 
um i don't know man sweet sweet home alabama does that does that apply i guess that's technically a song lyric it is, i mean it is I, I don't know but you know what bug like we're wrapping it up that they're like the end is here and so i face the final curtain my friend i'll make it clear i'll state my case for which i'm certain And now <laughs> the end is clear. The we booked. We did it my way. That's the last. That's the last lyric we're doing. I'll do it my way. Good night. Johnny. Good night. That's my favorite when you leave Kennywood at night and that song plays. Oh yeah. Until tomorrow. Oh boy. Wow. Okay, I need some water or something. Alright. Well, check you guys later. Later. <laughs>